The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that proves there's more than one way to make history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're exploring a scandal that took the running world by storm in 1980, the time when someone won the Boston Marathon without actually running it. The day was April 21st, 1980. Unknown runner came out of nowhere ahead of all the other women. I just saw someone stumble out of the crowd uh, in front of me across the street. This was on Commonwealth Ave, probably about a half mile from the finish. She was in track clothes and wearing a number, but I thought someone had just sort of stumbled into the race. Maybe somebody was a little crazy or something. A 26-year-old New Yorker named Rosie Ruiz cheated her way to victory at the 84th annual Boston Marathon. She crossed the finish line in first place with a time of 2 hours, 31 minutes, and 56 seconds, the third fastest time in the history of the marathon's women's division. Ruiz was awarded a medal and a silver bowl for her victory. She was also crowned with a laurel wreath, and that's when things started to get suspicious. Despite having just run a 26-mile race in 70-degree heat, Rosie Ruiz had barely broken a sweat. When she was crowned the winner, her hair was still neatly styled, and she didn't even seem that tired. There was also the fact that no other runners remembered seeing Ruiz until the final mile of the race, when she appeared to come out of nowhere. These irregularities led to a formal investigation 
and eight days later, Ruiz's time was invalidated and her title was revoked. It turned out she had cheated in the world's oldest and most famous long-distance foot race, but whether she had always meant to do so is a different question. Ruiz was born in Havana, Cuba on June 21, 1953. She moved to Florida as a child and later attended Wayne State College in Nebraska. Three years later, she left before finishing her degree and moved to Manhattan, where she took a job as an administrative assistant at a trading firm. In 1979, Ruiz made her first foray into the running world by competing in the New York City Marathon. She placed 24th in the race, finishing the course in just under three hours, an impressive feat. The following year, Ruiz submitted that time in order to qualify for the Boston Marathon. The New York race would later be used to call her victory into question, as her winning time in Boston was a full 25 minutes faster than her time in New York. That kind of improvement isn't out of the question, but it would take an awful lot of training and discipline, and by Ruiz's own admission, she had only joined a running club one week earlier, and her only other training had been running around Central Park. She also seemed to have little technical knowledge of long-distance running. When quizzed by a skeptical Catherine Switzer, the first woman to run the Boston Marathon, Ruiz didn't even know what it meant to run intervals. Take a listen. It was a fantastic race. I really entered it to finish. I didn't enter to place myself. Uh, it is my second marathon. What was the time in your first ever marathon and where was it? It was 2 hours and 56 minutes and 33 seconds in New York last year. In the New York City Marathon yes. last October? Yes. And so you improved from 2 hours and 56 minutes to 2 hours and 31 minutes? Like I said, I've trained myself. I enjoy running very much. I enjoy long distance running. And lately, I have been training very hard. Have you been doing a lot of heavy intervals? Um, someone else asked me that. I'm not sure what intervals are. <laughs> Intervals are, are track workouts that are designed to make your speed improve dramatically. And if you went from a 256 to a 231, one would normally expect that you'd do a lot of speed work. Is someone coaching you or advising you? Uh, no, I advise myself. <laughs> and how old are you? 26. What about any of your past races? Do you hold any other records or performances? This is my second race. And I didn't think I was really going to do this good here. really didn't. Rosie Ruiz, the mystery woman winner. We missed her at all our checkpoints. She came through the finish in a fantastic 2.31. We have to confirm that time at this point, but she was way ahead of the world-class field here today in the Boston Marathon. Thank you, Rosie. Thank you. You can hear the suspicions already being raised in that clip, and it wasn't long before race officials, spectators, and even fellow participants began to call Ruiz's victory into question. In the week that followed, Boston Marathon officials reviewed hours of race footage and hundreds of photographs, but they found no sign of Ruiz during the first 25 miles of the race. They also conducted dozens of interviews with other competitors, as well as spectators and even journalists, but again, no one remembered seeing Ruiz until she crossed the finish line. It seemed that Ruiz hadn't run the majority of the race, and had only jumped in ahead of the other runners in the last half mile. With all the evidence against her, marathon officials made the decision to strip Ruiz of her title on April 29th. That same day, a Canadian runner named Jacqueline Garot was declared the real winner of the women's division. She was given a new medal that had been made just for her, as Ruiz actually refused to return the original. 
After her disqualification was announced, Rosie Ruiz maintained her innocence and even offered to take a polygraph test to prove she was telling the truth, but the public didn't see the need. The scandal in Boston had compelled the New York City Marathon to launch its own review, and it quickly found that Ruiz's 24th place finish in that race had also been faked. In reality, Ruiz had quit the New York Marathon after injuring her ankle at the 10-mile mark. She then hopped on a subway for the remaining 16 miles and then walked to the finish line, where she was mistakenly assigned a time by a confused volunteer. Once her deceptions were public knowledge, Ruiz lost her job in New York and had to move back to Florida. She was never charged with a crime for faking her marathon wins, but she did have some brushes with the law in the following years. In 1982, she was convicted of embezzling $60,000 from the real estate company where she worked, and a year later, she was arrested for selling cocaine to an undercover detective. She received a combined total of eight years probation for the two offenses and also served about a week in jail. She continued to live and work in Florida until 2019, when she passed away from cancer at the age of 66. Back in Boston, race officials learned from the scandal in 1980. They implemented tighter security measures to thwart would-be cheaters, including video shot at secret locations throughout the race, and eventually computer checkpoints along the course. In that way, Rosie Ruiz left a lasting impression on the sport that came to define her life. It's not the legacy of a first-place champion, but it is a legacy all the same. Because she never admitted to any wrongdoing, we don't know why Ruiz cheated, in either New York or in Boston. Some accounts suggest that her boss had been so impressed that she qualified for the Boston race that he offered to pay all her expenses if she ran it. This likely would have made her feel pressure to deliver a fast time to make his investment seem worth it. If that's the case, Ruiz probably meant to jump into the race somewhere near the middle of the pack, but when her calculations were off, she wound up joining in the lead ahead of the other 448 female runners. Jacqueline Garreau later said that she felt pity for Rosie Ruiz, but didn't harbor any ill feelings against her. And that's pretty much how I feel too. Ruiz set out to commit a relatively low-level act of fraud and wound up stumbling into a much larger one, one that turned her into a reviled national figure and ensured her worst moments would be talked about for decades to come, eventually even on podcasts like this one. In principle, stealing first place is just as bad as stealing 300th place. But in terms of public scorn and humiliation, one is going to draw a much stronger response than the other. I don't think Rosie Ruiz meant to put herself on the world stage, and once she got there, she definitely didn't enjoy it for any longer than a minute at most. That's enough to warrant at least a little sympathy from me, but if that's not the case for you, Maybe you can at least relate to Rosie's disinterest in running 26.2 miles all in one go. That's just too far. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. 
Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.